Well, I think I'm going to end up taking a back seat for, for much of this podcast. Okay. Uh, because we're going to be talking movies. Uh, the Oscars uh, uh, were, were this past weekend. This is just another sports podcast. Greg Swatek, uh, Josh Smith, Colin McGuire here with you. In but, a bad mood. You know, why are you in a bad mood? So many reasons. Who cares? He's always in a bad mood. That's why, because Josh continuously disrespects me on this podcast. How many? T- we should probably have a who cares counter for me on this podcast. <laughs> what, what particularly, you know? particularly uh, involving Colin. Hey, Josh, what do you think about LeBron James? <laughs> I don't care. We're all, constantly we bring out bring up stuff that that LeBron said. Uh, it, it doesn't. None of it matters. Well, what, what what does Josh uh, care about? Yeah, so. there's why not much. Start, why don't we start a segment that's what does Josh care mm. about? The <laughs> Bachelor. <laughs> there's not a lot. <laughs> I'm I'm a very apathetic person. How about The Bachelor? That I did. Dude that was incredibly called an audible, painful, and it was incredibly. Uh, they exploited that girl. That was bad. This this week on what Josh cares about. That was bad. And that, bad. That, that could be our second had, segment. Listen, we, have had, we have Medusa's box, yeah. and we could add we could add what does Josh care? About, I had two so. straight days off. Now I did not plan this. I had Monday and Tuesday off because I work Sunday. So I actually had the I I could sit down and watch that series that those two episodes Monday and Tuesday night. What a gigantic waste of my life that was. The whole series is a waste yeah, of your life. Yeah, those two Come in particular. No, well, see, most of the time they're actually entertaining because the people on that show are incredibly stupid. What if and I- it's funny. That was painful and drawn out and exploitative of that poor girl, who I, I hope was paid by ABC to come on to that show uh, Monday night and talk and, so and he he just showed up. By the way, this is called just another sports podcast. Right, so he just showed up sport. with like a, a bunch of cameramen, right? This is from what I read, yeah. just to break up with her and bamboozle her, and then she comes back to the reunion show. Yes, I mean, and nah. she was pure nah, class. Son. She was pure class about it, which was nah. stunning. And well, and she is also the next Bachelorette, so well, there is something fine. in it for her. Well, I hope so. Josh does care about the Bachelor and, and the Bachelorette. Oh, so, man, it's great, so guilty so pleasure viewing. Man, there is nothing better than that stuff. It is so, people are so dumb on those shows that it is it's, it's, it's endless entertainment. You like I, tra- you like Trainwreck TV? I do. Yeah, yeah I don't know that you could pay me enough. If I was her, I don't know that you could pay me enough. No, I hold grudges for a very long time, Mitch so Album. So yeah, exactly. Maybe so that's anyway, why you're you want to get to that. Maybe that's why you're in a bad mood so often. Brian Billick, probably. Yeah, you hold so many grudges. That's so. right. I need the weight lifted off of my. What are we talking All right, about? So this has nothing to do with the Oscars. <laughs> All right. So uh, the, so the Oscars Kobe. were Sunday, and, and, and bef- oh, yeah. yeah, before I that's that's where I want to start because before I turn the floor over to you guys because I didn't watch a second of the Oscars because I didn't really care. Raging Bull one. You don't care. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I don't. That's my I, line. Right. That's yeah. my line, Jerry. I don't care. Right. So before I just go off and take a nap and let you guys uh, run the podcast, I here, don't have a lot to say about. Um, it. Yeah, I, uh, I mean, K- Kobe Bryant wins 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 an Oscar on Sunday, and the thing that I heard that that I couldn't find myself agreeing more with over the past couple of days is you have all these these actors, directors, these people that have invested their lives in in, in in making movies and it's it's their life's work it's their passion it's their craft and they've never even sniffed a, a, an oscar an award of any uh, substance right. probably and then you have kobe who writes deer basketball and i contend if you took that line out of it i mean it would the whole thing would lose a lot of its would lose a lot of its meaning and and, and he he wins an oscar i mean just, so what so what are these 
well, like what happened here and, what, and what are these people thinking that have never won an Oscar what happened? now? Yeah. What, he won an Oscar. What, what, yeah, but what how do they how, how, probably how resent this, him? How can this happen though? I, I, he's been, from what I've read, he's been working on like the whole thing for like almost five years. Like this was not something, even though you just dismissed it, is all he did was write down Dear Basketball. I guess it's something he it's been a passion project to his now for the better part of half a decade. So, I mean, it's not as dismissive as you make it out to be. You win, you win. I mean, it's the same thing with a first time director or a first time actress. Like all of a sudden, Jennifer Lawrence comes around five, eight years ago and she wins two Oscars and is nominated every year for something. So, you know, I mean, maybe Kobe Bean Bryant will be back in they did, five they years with his poem, Dear Soccer. No, they didn't have to give Kobe the Oscar. Right. Like, that, was he, was that's he des- what I can't my, my question is, was he, deserve, I, I was he deserving of he the was, award? But, but my question these? to you guys is, have you seen no. the nominees and have you seen no. his thing? No, no. I, I, so, I don't watch short, animated shorts. Yeah, I don't either. So I, I can't speak I to just I watch The Bachelor, okay? No, I mean, I have no idea if he deserves it. I just thought it was like, I think I even texted it to you guys. It was a total cop out by the Academy to give it to like Kobe. And, um, you know, because he, he already has all these other awards. Like give it to somebody that's never won anything. I know. Give it to me. Give it to Colin McGuire. See, here's the thing about not only that Kobe Bryant raped a girl in a Colorado hotel. Well, that's where I was going, but I wasn't going to be as blunt about it. It, Like, especially this year with all the social consciousness and and the awareness, the me too movement times up. All of that. This is a really bad year to give Kobe Bryant an Oscar. Yeah. I mean, I, I think couldn't they be any more self-aware well, I and just say? Yeah, I, I mean, I I did come out and say that that's what he did, but I can't remember if if she dropped the charges or if they were if there know, was you a probably. Just I, I think slandered. there was a, yeah <laughs> there there was a settlement. <laughs> if there was a settlement or what? I, I believe there was a settlement of yeah. some sort. There's always so. a settlement. It's just he's it's so taunting. But it's not even just the the incident in the Colorado hotel room with that woman. However long ago, it's also the fact that he is a serial cheater on his wife. If you guys have ever heard of those NBA basketball player i'm just saying you know and you know they kind of i don't know i guess you guys weren't watching it but he did thank her and they kind of panned to her and she didn't look (laughs) she didn't look as supportive as some of the other winning spouses that night we'll just say so i i mean i don't know he's not particularly a great role model i think but and then, then he also took is. a shot at the woman who took a shot at LeBron, right? Which I like. Just keep I like that. It was very, um, very passive aggressive, yeah. which I liked. That was, but I, I, I did like that. I mean, who am I? I, I we didn't see the movie. Right. We're not going to see it. I, I didn't see any of the, the contenders. Um, maybe he was deserving. Maybe he wasn't. I just, as I tweeted out, I don't want to live in a world where Kobe Bryant has an Oscar. Right. Well, so. you know, so you haven't seen any of those. Um, you did say last week, though, that there was a there was a uh, nominee nominee for best film that you were not going to see, and that just so happened to be the one that won. <laughs> now I know. And so now, now will you see it? I'm struggling with the idea of having to see it. I don't know if I'm going to see it. I really don't. Uh, I, all I know is all I knew about it was what I read. Fishman right, having sex with a mute was essentially what you told me last week. And all I know about it now was what the clips were that they showed during the during the show, and there is no way under any circumstance that I will <laughs> pay pay for that movie to watch it. Well, I mean, the whole DVD thing. Maybe I don't know. Maybe it's on HBO someday. Yeah. I I don't know. I it's I'll, really I'll be over here if you guys need. Yeah. Me, so. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't have any interest whatsoever and i'm trying to think of other best picture winners that i don't want to see i know when lord of the rings cleaned up oh yeah 10 or 15 years ago i don't ever have any ambition to see any of those i i don't know i mean i I really like octavia spencer i like michael shannon i like 
uh, Sally Shannon, Hawkins. He's the one who was in uh, Step Brothers, right? He was he was the dad in Step Brothers. I Is don't know. I've never seen Step Brothers. Whoa. What? Greg, have you seen Step Brothers? No. What? <laughs> he leans in just for the net. No, I know, I well, I know Greg is not a Will Ferrell guy, but Step Brothers is something that I think you should probably try to schedule. I, I do like old. <laughs> I do like. I do like old schedule, school. So. You should see that. I'm, I'm an old school fan, and that's one of the few Will Ferrell movies that I yeah that I enjoy. Will Ferrell so. doesn't have an Oscar, but Kobe does. The, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what I, that's what I mean. Like you could go down the list of, the, of, of people. Will Ferrell, so. Will Ferrell does not have an NBA championship, but Kobe does. <laughs> you know, state, I state facts here. I the only um, thing on the ballot that I got wrong was the best pitcher. Really? Yeah, and nice. so I was really, really angry about that. I I went with the underdog. I was convinced. I was talked into by listening to your boy Jason Fraley mm-hmm. from WTOP mm-hmm. uh, that get out could Shout sneak out to Jason, in. Jay Frey. Yeah. Uh, that get out could sneak in, and yeah. it didn't. Yeah. So that that one did that win any? Oh yeah, well it won best uh, uh, screenplay. Screenplay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which was Peele. very cool. Yeah. Jordan Peele won. I was very very happy for him. Although I, I would have been much happier if he would have won best picture because I think that that whole cast sort of deserved that. Um, I think his what in his speech he said he had been kind of like working on that off and on for like five years 20. or something. No, was it that long? No, no, no. It wasn't. It wasn't 20 years. It was he he wrote it. He started writing and quit writing it 20 times. Yeah, that's what it was. I don't know if it was over five years. You're right. I think it was over five years. Yeah. Over five years. He started and stopped 20 times. He said, I'm done with this. It's never going to work. 20 times what I think and he people, came back to it but now he's a he's a comic writer he's mm-hmm. a comedian but I, what I think people don't uh, grasp and appreciate about people like him is their writing ability I know because you have to, to to tell a joke you have to write it first I know and somebody like I him know. is in like I don't want to say he's a he's a, a, a comic genius or I don't want to throw the word genius out there but he is extremely talented at writing he really is and like I, I think know. I heard on um just the other day I heard uh, his uh, Key and Peel, his partner George, is it, yeah. is it Keegan Michael Keegan Key. Michael Key, went on somewhere and said, um, he told the story of how there. Do you know how they did that? That's that skit on their on their show, um, Key and Peel, about the the football players and their last the crazy last names yeah. like um, <laughs> I can't remember what some yeah. of them are. <laughs> yes, yes, um, I've seen that. But uh, he wrote that apparently over like he just was sitting at home one night and he was thinking about these things and he just like wrote them and came to work the next day and was like shows it shows it to key and he's like hey man i yeah i wrote this last night and <laughs> it was essentially like the skit that they showed that they ended up running with i think um that's key funny. said he added like one or something yeah. like that's how talented this guy yeah. is yeah i know um, i mean the the perseverance too in those those types of things i've yeah. always thought writing a movie or a book would be taxing i i mean yeah. to put it lightly but and to to quit into over a long period of time and say, well, th- this is never going to work. And then to ultimately get it done, somehow get it made, which is even harder to do in Hollywood, and then win an Oscar for it. It's got to be. It's well, even it's, hard for somebody like him to get a movie made. Mm-hmm. Well, not anymore. Right. I think well, no, no. It, yeah. But, but he, and he's, I think he's already working on his next project, which is, which was uh, exciting. Which so. would be more difficult Writing a screenplay or writing a book? Is this a Medusa's box uh, question? Oh, I, I don't know. It's to me, it's always screenplay. I've, I've thought screenplay writing is really hard. I would agree. I yeah. can ramble right. <laughs> in the narrative sense for a long time. But but, but with the screenplays, a lot of times these the, the people who write them don't necessarily have deadlines for them, correct? They're just writing, and then they'll essentially try to sell it 
once it's done, right? Uh, that that'll depend. I mean, if you have an agent and you have, you know, you have well, a reputation. Well, if that's what your deal is, yeah. if that's what you are well, as a screenwriter. Yeah, it's it's kind of the same thing with with albums, with music, and all of that oh, too. Oh, I thought and you were going to talk about Mitch album. Sorry. Was, no, he's uh, banned from this podcast. Oh, we were going to have him on him actually. He got bumped this week. Oh yeah, he got uh, bumped by uh, for the five minutes of dead air at oh, the end that okay. we going to put. Oh, I thought he got but, bumped. He he would definitely get bumped by Kim Firestone, who was on Frederick Uncut, and is right. an amazing individual. Very very amazing individual. But I digress. They yes. always say that you have your entire life to make your first movie or write your first screenplay or write your first album, but then you only have six months or you only have two years to write the follow up. So I think, uh, you know, yeah, and in something like that, to your point, it's like you can't really go away for as long as you want in some situations because you need to strike when the iron's hot and you need to, you know, keep going and keep going. You have deadlines. You do have people you're working for after you reach a certain level of success. But you have your entire life to write that first one. Well, are we still waiting for the follow-up to Matt Damon and Ben Affleck's uh, Goodwill Hunting? They probably never wrote another screenplay, did they? You know, I don't. I'm telling you, the way things go, I I could see Goodwill Hunting too by twenty. <laughs> Robin Williams is dead though. <laughs> That's, they'll they'll have so they'll do a hologram. That's what they'll do. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I thought they did work they together. Pro- they probably have. I'm sure they wrote something else. But we we could probably look that up. Our research department will get on there, it. Yeah. What did you guys think of the broadcast overall? Uh, a lot of people said it was boring, too political. I mean, what, what were your thoughts uh, in, in in those regards? I didn't, I didn't think it was boring. I never think it's boring. No, if you're going to watch the Oscars, it's because you care about movies. Yeah, I like, thought it was Why fun. would you think it's boring? Um, it's, pr- it's probably really political, but that depends on which side of the aisle you land on. If you support the causes, then you probably didn't think it was too political. If you, yeah, I I don't care, and I never here it is again. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care about Hollywood's opinion about anything. Okay, so none of that bothers me or whatever. I don't pay attention to any of that stuff because I don't care what Jimmy Kimmel thinks about Donald Trump. I just yeah. don't. He's yeah. not important enough for me to care about his opinion. Yeah, did you see? Did you guys see the monologue, or did you? I did. I turned it on after that because I was okay. busy at home. I didn't get on. Get Josh was working. He was. That's right. I was working. Mm-hmm. Yes. The monologue was pretty good. It was pretty funny. Um, you know, it was a pretty blah year for movies, as yeah. far as I'm concerned. There was no. That's what I. That's what I gathered in the aftermath. Yeah, it's like there. There was no great movie that you saw this year, and you said this has to be a winning movie on every level. Yeah. Um, and even like with three billboards would have won, I think it would have kind of backed in. I think the shape of water, you know, won by, by default essentially. Um, and then, you know, it, that's why I think in a year like this, it would have been more likely for something like get out to win, which would have been great and probably would have turned a lot of heads, but it didn't. And so we go, I use the Oscars every year to find out what movies I need to see. I don't. I don't like yeah. the the leading up to the year. The, the year leading up to the Oscars. I I don't see a lot of those movies. Well, so it's I'm usually like a year behind or even several years behind in like catching up on. Oh, this was an Oscar nominated movie. I still had to see it from 2014. I literally just saw Dallas Buyers Club. Yeah, like you were talking two, about like that, two yeah. weeks ago mm-hmm. and absolutely loved it. Yeah, but you know, so like I that's how I, that's what I do with the Oscar. I love to watch it just for the show of it, mm-hmm. and I love to find out like, okay, what movies do I want to see now based off of the nominees? Were there any this year you want to see? Yeah, the three billboards I definitely want to see. Mm-hmm. Get Out I still have not seen. I really want to see that. I think that's on each. That's on cable too. Yeah, I know there's probably a, a lot of them that I could easily find. And so. Colin, you had seen most of them except for The Shape of Water. I had, well, or, I didn't um, see The Shape of Water. Um, Gosh, I can't even remember some of the nominees. There are just movies that I don't like. I don't. I'm not going to see Dunkirk. 
I do want to see that for I, the visual yeah. effects. And I it. understand that. I, I don't like Christopher Nolan. I didn't like the Batmans. Okay. I didn't I didn't like Inception. I didn't like uh, Interstellar, all of that. I did like Memento. Have you ever Ooh, seen that? Oh, yeah, that's yeah, a good one. I really one. did like that. But I don't care much for war movies, and I yeah. don't care much for him. So I well, I, I think there's for me. I, I do. I enjoy war movies, but like to me, say, you get Saving Private Ryan is up here, yeah. and I don't think anything <laughs> to me will ever reach that mm-hmm. that peak. Um, but I do want to see that. I, I more or less want to want it for the story, for the educational yeah. story. Mm-hmm. Um, You're much more into that than yeah, I. Yeah, Josh likes are. he likes yeah. stories. I do so, I like right. stories. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Who is that implying? I don't like stories. No, 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 no. I'm uh, no, no. I'm just pointing out something that I'm. Uh, we're, we're, a bad we're, business for me to be in if yeah. I don't like stories. No, no. no. We, I mean, we all we all have to like stories. But Josh, is that's right. and that's why I'm I'm perplexed at your lack of interest in movies because yeah. because they are at their stories. at their best. Are, it is it is really well done storytelling, especially yeah. like dramas and these things that these movies that are that are nominated for Academy Awards. Are, are that's what they are they're stories mm-hmm. and I, i've always I found that i've been fascinated by your disinterest in stories yeah, of it, that it, genre it, it's just i guess it's just the time yeah it must be the time it's not like i'm so busy and i i can't make time to see these movies i guess it's just the investment yeah. of time am i interested in uh, am i interested in this enough to invest two to three hours yeah. of time and, and that's that's what i that's, yeah. that's what i find myself often answering well, yeah. no and you're also a so, guy who i'll be like hey greg um did you read we both this get si yeah. sports mm. illustrated we talk constantly about i read the, the first three read. paragraphs and i'll be like hey man did you read the did you read the story on john gruden and sports illustrated he's like oh yeah i started reading that but uh i didn't get done it yet why be like what? Why i'm like stop? what are you doing <laughs> that you have to stop reading a story like a lot of those times a lot of times it must be my add or it must be my add or something like that or i just don't read very quickly or it's yeah, just, you, um, you know, you're just like everybody else. Your attention span is getting shorter and shorter as we get older. Shade, you're like everybody else, Greg. Yeah, and yeah. I don't care. Right? <laughs> no, no it, it, it it's strange. I mean, it's it's bizarre. It's 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 a it's a good observation on your part, and I'm not sure I have an answer. I'm will, not sure I have an answer for you. I will say this though, to that point, since moving over to become the features editor here and reading a lot more here, decidedly. It has actually made me want to read more at home, which is a weird thing. Maybe it's yeah. it's the whole editor's thing. I, I haven't really been an editor editor for maybe five years or so. And I think in those five years, I stopped wanting to read at home. But I'll come in here and I'll read a bit and then I'll go home and I'll want to read more. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Maybe it's an editor's thing. We like to read. I mean, you guys, I, I think, clearly are more passionate readers than I am. I mean, I I don't read a lot of books. I know Josh, you read a lot of books. I mean, I, I just I think, try. I try to. It's, right, it's, it is difficult, but I do try to read. We have a son. X too, number of books yeah. a year. Like I don't put a number on it, but I do yeah. like to read books. Yeah, I mean, you, you, for you, the you, education you, of, of of things. Yeah, largely. I mean, your your wife enjoys. Uh, she's a reading specialist, right. or was, right. and, and and she. Uh, I, I was always amazed at how quickly she could oh, get she, get get through books. She so. and it's funny because she reads totally different than I do. Like she burns through books, man. She can just fly through them because she's not reading to notice nuance of the writer mm-hmm. and where i where yeah. i take forever to read books mm-hmm. largely because i don't have a lot of time to do it but also because i'm trying to notice things about the writing while i'm reading it not yeah. that i even very write very often myself but that's something yeah. that I, i'm very cognizant of and something i appreciate 
So it's it's very strange the two of us the way how the way we you know have our different reading habits. Yeah, I think I'm I'm into this job largely just because I love I love sports and I and I love the connection to do sports. Do you even and, write or do you um, just dictate your stories into your phone? <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, can you do? I mean, hey, maybe I'll That's start coming. Trying. So well, didn't I you said, text yeah, us? Yeah, there's technology now yeah. that can that could actually transcribe your phone calls, your recorded phone calls, like right away. Hey, maybe maybe I'll start doing that. So, oh, do we uh, want? All right, so we can circle back around to sports here now that we've talked about movies, and yeah. we started by talking about Kobe winning an Oscar. I contend that it's possible that we see in the next mm, fifteen years, fifteen to twenty years, if the if the world is still intact, <laughs> which is a, <laughs> that's a, fair, a pretty that's good a fair question. question. Yeah, they. LeBron James will win an Oscar. I have absolutely no doubt in my mind LeBron James will be on the Academy Awards. He will stage. at least be on the show. Yes. Oh no, he will win. And he, he will, will win. you think he, oh, he will he, win. he has Something. his own he has his yeah. own movie company. He he in some that. way, he shape, or form, that. he will win an Oscar. After he wins a title with his kid. Right. <laughs> he's gonna Right. He's after gonna he, after he's fifty three years old, yeah. after he retires at age fifty three. Yeah. So. Well he already actually uh, I don't know I don't think it was nominated, but there was a movie. Do you guys remember the Re- LeBron James yeah. movie? Maybe he was in a movie with Amy Schumer. Ten. Oh no, he was. Yeah, that was Trainwreck. Trainwreck. But um, there was a documentary about his high school career. We talked about this. It's yeah. outstanding. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw and, pieces of it. And I, I mean, from a very early age, I think he had his eye on sort of the entertainment world like that. And everybody saying he's moving out to L.A. to be. Right. To get more into Isn't he a producer of some yeah. sort now, mm-hmm. too? So you know that's coming. Yeah, yeah, Most of his business friends and business associates live out in L.A. and work, yeah. out, that, work out there, too. Well, I mean, so. come on. Your two choices are L.A. or Cleveland. Where are you going to live? Like, well, <laughs> with the exception Greg, would, Greg would pick Cleveland. Yeah, one well, sets their lake on fire. <laughs> the other has the Real Housewives of Orange County. Well, <laughs> what, 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 pick the better option uh, uh, there. So I like um, Cleveland. One wow. has Jared Goff, the other has yeah. Deshaun Kaiser. Yeah, right. Well, true. Deshaun um, Kaiser. Yeah, except LeBron's from <laughs> Cleveland. Though. I mean, so he's got all his. He's from Akron. He's not from. Well, Cleveland. Akron is right next door. He's to the Cleveland, king of Akron. So, he's yeah, the king, yeah. So. that's like saying you're the king of the fish of water, the shape of water. Well, I think, like I said, LeBron could probably win a Pulitzer for that letter he wrote to himself on Instagram. <laughs> if they nominated, he would. He probably sure would. He, he, probably, will, yeah. he probably would win. That so that's right. That's right. That's and coming. That's oh, dear, Cle- dear Cleveland. Did you? No, it was dear, dear King James, wasn't this it? This is by right. far my favorite podcast we've done. <laughs> we haven't talked a thing about sports. Did, did you guys see recently? It wasn't not super recently, but there was an interview he did. Uh, it was like a sideline interview, and he he like started talking in third the person. Third person again. Ooh, I did not. And see it was that. something like, "I just want to say congratulations to you, King James," and like that uh, kind of thing. No, I, I was like, that. "Oh, this is this isn't good. Don't do that." He had another Instagram post recently where he was congratulating himself for something. He congratulates himself constantly because uh, I guess uh, nobody uh, else Le- is. LeBron, so. Yeah, he doesn't get any pats right. on the back. You yeah. know what? I don't care about what LeBron has. You're <laughs> stealing my lines, guys. <laughs> He's gonna win an Oscar for Trainwreck Three. Still wrecked. wrecked. That's what <laughs> still wrecked. Still wrecked. Okay. Most, most people praised his movie chops and uh, his acting chops. I heard he stole some scenes. And, yeah. A lot of people Trainwreck. liked him in that. I didn't much care for him in it. I can't believe I, I have not seen. But that. Do you care? No. But would you care for LeBron in anything though? Is that your LeBron bias coming out? Or um, I can't get past looking at LeBron James. Like, yeah. don't tell me he's Abraham Lincoln, okay? <laughs> like, no matter how hard you try to dress him up, I'm not going to see anybody but LeBron James. Right. Yeah. So take your Daniel Day Lewis and and move on. You need to watch he Shattered does, Glass. He does have he does have the, <laughs> the beard. The, the beard. 
four score and seven years ago. I did try to watch Lincoln once. It didn't last. <laughs> I saw that in the theater. Whoa! I came out with like a torn Achilles, and ah, I man, that <laughs> I movie move. I mean, I knew how long it was when I started in on it. I didn't understand what was happening within the first like fifteen minutes, and a half hour in, I was completely lost. So I was like done. It's just speech after speech yeah. after speech. That's all it is. Just yeah. a lot of posturing. But Daniel Day Lewis was pretty good. Yeah, and he won an Oscar for that. No, he did. He did. And um, okay. Anyway, uh, I'll get trivia. He's won three Oscars. Uh, he movies? won one for uh, There Will Be Blood. Yes. Which was amazing and scary. Yes. Love that movie. Um, Lincoln, as you Lincoln, said. Do you know the third? What like what time frame are we talking 80s. about? Ooh, I'm not going to know that. My Left Foot. D- I've never, never even, even heard, heard of it. that. He plays, a, uh, I think, a paraplegic of some sort. You, you should see it. I own it. I could bring that in. I would we still like haven't watched that. Shattered Glass. I have not. I, I, so. I will catch up with that. I will see that. Okay. Where, where do you guys find the time to watch all these movies? Is I guess is my question. Where so. do you find the time to not read and not watch movies? Like what he's do you do? He's too busy watching sports. Literally, that's what oh. Greg does. Oh, yeah, you just watch sports. Among other things. What do you do when like times there aren't cool sports? <laughs> when there aren't cool sports? Well, what, are you, what are you implying, John? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Just. This is now Colin's <laughs> definite is, official, officially his favorite podcast. <laughs> you know, it took a long time to get here today, but I'd like to thank the Academy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I watch, hey, you're not in a bad mood anymore, are you? <laughs> uh, give it time. We're only a half an hour. I watch, I watch movies uh, when, I, like, when I get off work and I go home as I'm laying in bed before I go to sleep is when I watch movies. Okay. So it's usually like just an hour. It was actually a lot easier for me to do it when I was on the desk. Because I'd get home at midnight or one in the morning, yeah. and you don't go to sleep. And what's a good hour and a half buffer? Right. Well, I need something to sort of wind myself down when yeah. I do get home, and that's what I do. Yeah. So. Right, so you just throw in a movie. Yeah. And a lot of times, and just finish it as it as it as it goes. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The first six seven years of my career, that was the shift I worked. Mm-hmm. So that was I got into a routine pretty big time. I'm going on 19 years of that, brother. Uh, oh, that's right. I guess you are. Okay, right, let, let's do it. Goodbye, everybody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening to just another sports po- podcast. Now, and now that that's, so. that podcast can start. Uh, right. That was um, just another movie podcast. podcast. Yeah. All right. Uh, so there's some NFL news uh, 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 this week. Uh, Kirk Cousins uh, was not franchised by by the Redskins, so he will officially no longer. <laughs> Here we, go, here we go again so, with more Kirk um, Cousins talk. The fact that uh, this was even discussed that he could be franchised, I think, says so much about the Washington Redskins organization, but that's another conversation. He's going to Minnesota, right? We believe that. I still think it's Denver. I really do. You do? Yeah, yeah but M- Minnesota's is better fit, though. I mean, just cause if you want yeah. the best combination of money and winning, it's clearly the Vikings. How about, how about these NFC teams, Minnesota and, and Philadelphia, who have these backup quarterbacks? who they could legitimately get something for. Nick Foles in Philadelphia, of course. But Case Keenum is, should be making himself a lot of money from Minis- his time in Minnesota. Even Sam Bradford played pretty well. Keenum's going to make a lot of money. Somewhere, uh, but I, not in Minnesota? N- it depends on what happens with Cousins. They're, they're up S's Creek if, uh, <laughs> if Cousins decides on Denver or, or, or New York. I do not know what direction they will attempt to go in mm. if that doesn't work out. I'm kind of concerned about that. The Jets could back up the Brinks. <laughs> yes, they could. <laughs> but but what what does what do the Jets? I mean, it'd be like him going to the Browns. I mean, what do the Jets offer Cousins? Oh, in let's terms not of, get uh, carried uh, away here, Craig. Okay, the yeah. Browns. <laughs> wow. Name a skill position player for the New York Jets. A skill and position player. And you're a Jets player? fan. Um, Name two. 
Yeah, I mean oh, the Jets. And by the way, the Jets were. Everyone was saying the Jets were tanking and going going. To Brickishaw Ferguson. Ferguson. Not does Bilal Powell still pay for play for them? Yes, he does. He <laughs> was on my is fantasy he technically team. a skill yeah. position player. Anyway, yeah. What were you saying, Greg? About that, you just said something. There. I, I said, I said, I mean, the Jets were the team that was tanking and yeah, going zero and, six, tanking, oh yes. and sixteen last year. Yeah. Except the Browns actually weren't trying to do that, and they, and they actually did. <laughs> That's so. right. And then they set the week on fire, and right. then they held a parade for it too. Shame on you, Cleveland. I agree. Um, yeah, I don't think he wants to go to the Jets. I don't think anybody would. No, want they're to. on his final four list, apparently, yeah. be just because it's New York, and I guess they could pay him but, but i i mean everything i've read and we, ha- we exchanged some messages the other day over twitter i mean all, the narrative right now seems to be he wants to go or is going to go to minnesota so that seems to be what the national sports media thinks i think greg you agree with that as this well all everything knows subterfuge right now like everything is lies and mis- misleading information because of the knows? draft yeah because of yeah. the draft so who knows what the hell is actually going yeah. on behind the scenes that's true and the thing that fascinates me about this is it's the idea of kirk cousins yeah i mean because right now no one's paying him 30 million dollars a year i mean it's just yeah. the idea he's going to come in and, and be this great quarterback for you mm-hmm. but then once he signs that deal for kirk cousins what do you actually have in, yeah. in, 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 in Kirk Cousins? That, that's the part that fascinates me because I think the whole narrative is going to flip once he finally does get paid, even though he has been paid pretty well on the franchise tag the last couple of years. But once you're locked into Kirk Cousins at big money, I think the narrative uh, flips entirely. All those interceptions, all those big games that he doesn't win. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're going to yeah. start, people are going to start yep. looking at him completely differently, I think. Oh, yeah. I, I've I been, agree. Yeah. I've been reading a lot because my team is so in, interested in him that, the media in Minnesota is going crazy breaking down Kirk Cousins. And so I've been reading all these different things about him. And he's not – he's apparently very poor on third down, which is the money down in the NFL. And to me, that's a that says a lot right there. He's also 4-19 mm-hmm. against 500 yes. or better teams. Yes. So like, wow, what, what, what that's is, a hell of a stat. So, so, I've never heard that. So, so what is he win, What is he actually winning for? He's never won a playoff game. He's gotten a team to the playoffs. He's never won a game playoff game I've before. Never, I've never been a big believer in Kirk Cousins, you know. And I watched him yeah. a bit in Washington over the last year. Over the last, I mean, so I, I get I don't it. Know. I get it. I just, I look at the other options. We, we've talked about this. I just, I don't know that there's a better option than him for the team that I root for. So I'm fine, and they have the money, so I'm fine with them doing it as long as, as long as it's done a certain way. Like, and that's what uh, that was the link that I sent you guys. The story that I mm-hmm. that was done. By, I think it was an ESPN story, but it talked about how they needed to, they could structure his contract in a manner that would still allow them to uh, retain some of their core players, particularly on defense and even Stefan Diggs, who need to be paid in the next year or two. That's what my biggest concern is. I don't want to see them falling into the trap that the Ravens fell in, having to, having mm-hmm. to sign Flacco to all that money, and they basically couldn't surround him with the talent. Mm-hmm. So if they do it a certain way, like if they front load the contract, if they if they loaded up at the beginning with you know bonus bonus money and then his and his base salary in the the couple of years beyond that uh will be lower mm-hmm. that will then allow them to sign you know other free agents homegrown guys so that's i think the way to, that they'll do it i mean i look at blake bortles who's kind of like a mid-level quarterback at best and cousins <laughs> is probably better than blake bortles i mean he's 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 proven more than blake bortles has but bortles just signed for like 18 million a year and, and that's and, and that's basically what the market is inflated i mean it's it's overinflated i mean that, that's that's the, that's that's the money that kirk cousins should be getting 18 to, for what he's accomplished 18 yeah. to 20 million a season so yeah, he's the shape of water 
That's what he is. He's he's the the prettiest girl at a dance where the dance isn't all that great. Exactly. <laughs> right. Like I, and that's you know what what can you say? It, I I think that's just where we are. The, yeah. yeah, that's that's where it, we are. And the, the NBA contracts have gotten ridiculous. I mean, yeah, guys like Mike Conley are making like thirty million a season and stuff like that. The so. thi- yeah, but NBA is different because they they restructured. They got that new television deal a year or two ago, and they restructured the players. Agreed, but, like but that bubble that bubble's popping. Yeah, definitely. eventually too. But my God, the peop- the NBA that they're on a whole nother level at this point. But uh, when when I think when I think back to Minnesota and I and I think t- to Kirk Cousins, I just say. Why did did Case Keenum lose you games? I didn't think he did. You know, like why? What what I mean, is he there to the, fix? He wasn't the reason they lost to Philadelphia, but he played horribly. Their defense did not uh, yeah. show up, but he played horribly in that game. He, he had a pick six in that game. Well, I'm not saying. I, I guess I'm not saying losing that game specifically. I'm just saying lose games. Like was he a, a big factor in the few games that Minnesota lost last year? Like I don't think that he. Uh, he wasn't great. And, no, even in a lot of games they won, he wasn't great. Yeah, okay. What everybody like a lot of people that saw what they were doing weren't watching the games in total. Mm-hmm. They were watching highlights and they were hearing from the boobs who were on you know those talking those talk shows. Mm-hmm. The talking heads were like, oh, he's you know he, they won the game and he threw for back, X number back, of back, back, back. right exactly <laughs> those kind of guys. I mean, he wasn't great. Yeah, I mean, he made some nice plays okay. and he was a he was a uh, a nifty little playmaker here and there, but he still wasn't. He wasn't great, and if I look at him and compare him to Kirk Cousins, I'm going to take Kirk Cousins nine times out of ten. Yeah. Okay. You, you could just get Keenum for about ten to twelve million dollars a year, uh, a true. year Correct. less. So. And that I like to your, what you just said, though, Josh. That might be really important moving forward to break the bank for Kirk Cousins and and kind of tie your hands down the road. Uh, no, but 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 Josh has a point here. I mean, he's looking at it, the Vikings. He said the Vikings have like a two to three year window to to get. Yeah. Two and win a Super Bowl. I mean, so 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 pay Kirk Cousins exactly, and, 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 I, and I don't try think, and try and do it. And yeah. I don't think they're going to pay him beyond three years. I don't think they're going to guarantee anything beyond three years. And I'm fine. That's why I'm fine with yeah. it. If it, it would be different if they were saying, "Oh, we're going to lock him up for six or seven or whatever," because isn't that what the, the Jets are saying? They're going to fully guarantee his contract well, or something like that. <laughs> he can come um, play over fifty five X number of years. I don't think the Vikings are going to. If they do, it's they're going to they're going to guarantee three years, which is yeah. what the report was that we saw. Right, but but he's an, he's an upgrade over Keenum, and and he's going to a situation in Minnesota where he could be. I mean, they need a good quarterback to get to the Super Bowl. Whatever happened to Teddy Bridgewater? So. Who who really knows what he is? Because I think if anybody knows what he is, it's the Vikings. And, and I thought and, and, the expectation was so high for him coming into this past season, right? And by the way, Sam Bradford too. Before he he played one game last year, but it might have been the best game of his career. Yeah. So and and he and he's gonna be. It's, it's just a weird. It's just a weird situation. So. Yeah. Um, there were some other trades in the NFL uh, really? today. Trades? Uh, Mike, Michael Bennett oh, uh, w- w- right, from yeah. the Seahawks went uh, went to the Eagles. <laughs> so 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 the a good de- uh, so, so a good defense became even better with Michael Bennett on the team now. And uh, it looks like Richard Sherman too. Uh, his his days could be numbered uh, in, in, in and Seattle. And I read something. His teammates wanted him out or floated the the rumor that he was going to get traded because they don't want him there. He's very out. He's a outspoken yeah. person. But as a everyone smart knows. Guy. I'm sure he's yeah. divisive in, within the locker. Yeah. I'm sure there are people that don't like him. But he's very he's smart. Damn, but he's damn good. He's really good. He just needs to not talk. As what much. else in terms of the Legion of Boom? So 
Earl Thomas, what's his contract? Is he still there, right? Yeah, He's still I, under I, control. I, I think so, yeah. Chancellor is as well, yeah, I Chancellor believe. was just re-signed, uh, I believe, last year. Okay. So, so they're going to um, lose Sherman. They're going to lose Michael Bennett. That is a huge chunk of their identity, aside from Russell Wilson. Right. Man, what is, uh, I don't – you think that could work? If they, the, if they mean, start look, dismantling and, 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 I was, look at their division too I mean the Rams are, are a playoff team San Francisco's year, the, good the 49ers were unbeaten with, with Garoppolo um, or Janine Garoppolo yeah so. I, I I mean I was going to say something tragic like is Seattle in sort of a rebuilding mode I, I think they I would have to agree with that they're going to unload all these people they kind of understood the ceiling they hit last year this past season they didn't get where they wanted to go Russell Wilson is played absolutely great. I don't know if he has another season like last season in him because that season was so good, and he doesn't have many offensive weapons. I think that Seattle could be taking a hit this year. I think they're. I think they believe. Looking at what happened with them last year, they had lots of injuries to that defense, right? Yeah, and they still almost made the playoffs. Yeah. Now you're right. He was magical, especially in a lot of fourth quarters. Mm-hmm. So maybe they're putting. I think they're putting a lot of the eggs, their eggs, in the Russell Wilson basket. Yeah, and, and, and almost like Green Bay does with and, Aaron Rodgers. And yeah. Jimmy Jimmy Graham's a free agent too. So uh, so if they lose him, I mean, there's another Jimmy Graham though. Has his run in Seattle been a little disappointing? It has, but right, but but that's another. Imagine if they subtract him too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You have Doug Baldwin and. Uh, that's right. And uh, Paul Paul Richardson, I think, is a is a is a free agent. So uh, so yeah, the Seahawks could be no name running backs. Right. Yeah. 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 Marshawn Lynch ain't walking through yeah. that door. Right. Right. Uh, did you guys watch any of the combine or? or yeah, well, or? I mean, the the darling of the class. I watched all those highlights, and I, the name escapes me now. Sure. Sha- Shaquem Sha- uh, Griffin. Shaquem yeah. Griffin, whose brother is in the NFL. Yes. I think. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I saw that. And I you saw him do the bench press with, I saw him with, do with the one bench, arm. Yeah. yeah, and I saw him do the forty. Uh, I think it'd be great to s- if he got a shot. He will. And and I he'll, think he'll, he'll be. Yeah, his stock was said to have gone up. Like, yeah, but everybody was saying that he's a late round pick, and then there are people who are you know taking exception to the fact that he was a, he, that people are saying he's going to be a late round pick. And I'm like, he wasn't even invited to the combine. <laughs> like right. he he had to kind of. Work and build is and by the way he's got a cool story but how but how good a player well he's got a cool story but here's the thing and I wanted to bring this up to you guys too so I'm glad you brought him or I guess I brought him up but it's not he he's he's a linebacker he it it has nothing to do with his hand he's 225 pounds that's not big enough like when you go and you look at him as an NFL prospect he's gonna have to go play safety he's gonna have to do something but you know look at the way if he could run a 4-3-8 like he he did he could play safety but look at the way the game is changing you have lots of hybrid players in the NFL now on every defense there's a guy that's a almost a flex guy whether it's a safety or a linebacker uh so I I could see him making it happen making that switch and Mm -hmm. and being a contributor he may not be an every down guy he just may be a specialist like he comes in on certain downs and especially early in his career or something like that I hope it works out yeah he's he's worth rooting for that's that's a cool story the quarterbacks I mean Josh Allen big dude he ran he ran pretty fast I mean for for a big dude I think you have a four seven five that's the guy you want the Jets to take right yeah and do you think that Saquon Barkley uh, is as good as his combine performance. I, I do. I don't you think do. Greg thinks that, but I do. So, do you think he's worth the first overall pick? Which I had read that the Browns were thinking about. Him. He's in. He's in the conversation for sure. They, they, yeah. they, they just are so quarterback desperate that that I don't think they could. I don't think, could, I, I don't think they. Could, I don't think they could pass on a quarterback. So I don't think he. Um, I think he could go number care. one. <laughs> I think he could go number one, but I don't think he's going to. I, I I agree with Greg. I think the Browns will go in a different direction and pick up a 
I think I heard you talking to somebody about this, and it's the way I, it's the a, way I it's feel a, it's about a, it's it. A, it's a deep running back class. We, and we've I talked mean, about there's this. There's tons of stud running backs in this draft. Right. So. There are, it um, seems like there are every year. So I don't think you, I don't think you take him number one, no. But mm-hmm. he's, I think he's on the level of Le'Veon Bell. I think he's mm-hmm. that kind of, David Johnson, he's that kind of player mm-hmm. who's going to come in. Catch, and he's going to catch command. a bunch of passes, yeah. It depends on what team takes him. Like he could come, he could come into the league on a really bad team and not really produce as we think he would. Mm-hmm. But I think he is that that level of player the other thing i i've been thinking about talking to you or to mention mentioning to you guys while we're discussing running backs is the whole levy on bell situation yeah. yeah what what do you guys think about what they're doing i heard a real i think it was ross tucker i don't know if you guys ever listened to ross tucker who has his own podcast mm-hmm. and he's a former nfl player he's he's got I, i've heard him he's before, got yeah. some great takes on things and i saw i saw it on twitter he said if you're the steelers why wouldn't you just you I mean, Bell may not sign the franchise tag, so that may be his his option. He could sit out the year, but why wouldn't you just franchise him again? Yeah, run him into the ground. Yeah, and then see where he is at the end of the year, and maybe franchise him again yeah, after that. That's the problem with running backs. And now, as we've learned in the NFL, is you get him for three or four great years, and then when they fall off, they fall off. So if you have this franchise tag situation and you have that rule in the NFL, I think it's sorely, sorely hurts running backs yeah, as a whole yeah it does and and with something like this like you said the Steelers why not do that he uh, he's threatened so much to to sit out or retire even and all, I mean kind of do like a Marshawn Lynch thing I could see happening meanwhile he's made 26 million dollars on the franchise tag yeah. so he keeps talking about security it's like dude you you've, you've got 26 million in the bank over the last two years I mean yeah. that, most most people would consider that security I can't yeah, see so. I cannot see him saying I'm not signing this contract for 14 million dollars this year no I'm gonna sit out see, I, I, I don't see that he held, he held out last year till the last second um, and that's why I think I think he's kind of one of those guys that he might like i think he's kind of one of those guys just to prove a point he did wait forever last year he was quoted so many times as saying that if they franchise him again he's going to take action what would happen if he if he refused to sign it and he sat out what happens when he comes back the next year does he have does he have i I don't think he refuses i think i don't think that's what happens i think if he goes that route he says he's retiring Okay, and th- I think that's it'd be like. And the then if he comes back Lynch with Marshall, like Marshall, yeah. unless they have to come to some settlement. Yeah, I think that's what he would do. The Steelers would, re- would retain his rights on on some level. Yeah. I, I, I think if he if he never signs it, so it's well, not bottom, like he's a free yeah. a- it's not like he's a free agent if he yeah. doesn't sign. Bottom it, so. line is, I think they're playing it right. I think they should franchise him and then just run him into the ground mm-hmm. and see if they can win a Super Bowl yeah. by giving him the ball. Although I'll tell you what, man, that locker room, as we talked about so many times over this, it's not a, a typical Pittsburgh Steelers locker room anymore with the dysfunction and the leaks and the, all of that stuff. Like having him in that locker room is inviting more of that trouble this season and next. Yeah, so. Juju Smith-Schuster on TV today wearing a LeBron James Steelers number 23 jersey trying to get LeBron to come play for the play football for the Steelers. I was, so. gonna say, I was like, Pittsburgh doesn't have a basketball team. No, no. But but he's, he's recruiting LeBron to try and play in the NFL. So um, so he's he's another pers- personality. Bunch of characters, so, yeah, yeah, right. In that locker room. So I did hear that uh, two other things related to them. Antonio Bryant said, I guess he's restructuring his contract to free up some more money. Antonio Brown? Antonio Bryant. Brown, excuse me. I keep doing that. And then uh, I did hear that it Ben. wasn't Antonio Bryant. 
There was, yeah. yeah. Big Ben, uh, who I, I swore was probably going to walk away after last year, he apparently said he wants to live out. He wants to live out the life of his contract, and he wants to play beyond that. Uh, of course, he, he wants does. to play till he's like forty-seven or Until something like that. Until yeah. week four, when they're one and three, and they just lost to Jacksonville by twenty-two points, and he and, has a bloody uh, nose yeah. and a you know, and he says, concussion. "Guys, I don't know if I have it anymore." Right. And then on Wednesday comes back, you guys wrote that I don't have it anymore, Ben. Big, bigger drama king, uh, Ben or Ooh, LeBron? We've had that discussion on here before. I think. I I think Ben. Ben over LeBron. I think more drama than LeBron. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you, what do you guys think? It, it's close. It's it's. <laughs> I'd, I'd lean LeBron. You There's a lot of drama in 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 both camps. So manufactured drama in but both you know, camps. Talk, talking about money, LeBron. The drama that surrounds LeBron is based a lot on the 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 salary situation in the NBA. Because he like, he's signing these one or two year deals because he knows because of the television deal he can get more paid more money every year if let, so he's gonna I, have he's to stop it, he's, he's gonna have to like Kirk Cousins is yeah. playing it man yeah. he's gonna have to stop doing that as he gets older though and and, and the yeah. injury risk goes up like if like he's on a one year deal and he has a Kobe injury <laughs> yeah I mean his no, career his career well, could be I mean someone will take a flyer on him yeah it's but, but not but but not not at that and then once nearly LB, that money though LBJJ gets in the league LeBron James Jr. It's yep. going to be – Who are they playing for, the Lakers? No, they're going to play for the Pittsburgh basketball team. <laughs> okay. He'll just okay. start – that's what gotcha. he'll do. He'll become a free agent <laughs> yeah, and start his own start team in Pittsburgh. Get, no, <laughs> or he'll join the big three, that uh, that three-on-three tournament that <laughs> the they have. Yeah, Fox, the Fox televises. Yeah. So. Oh, I thought you were talking about Kevin Garnett, uh, uh, Paul Pierce, and um, yeah, Ray they'll, they'll come back and play for the Pittsburgh team uh, too. So We need to come up with a name for the Pittsburgh team, but – uh, all right, so it's college basketball season, and Colin's our bracketologist here, and 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 he was I've got my big board. Yeah, <laughs> last four in, last four out. Yeah, I, uh, the selection show is Sunday. It and, is, and, and we're gonna and they announced yesterday that we're gonna know all the teams in the tournament. I hate in, that in, in the first ten minutes. I hate it. So I hate it. I hate it. Why? I don't know, but I hate Do it. You like the drama? I like the, the I like show? the drama. I like the seating. You know, <clears throat> it's like so. You see, for instance. And I, this is where my mind jumped to St. Bonaventure, who, by the way, uh, in the AP pool, I think it was, number 26, the first team out of the top 25 this past week. Uh, nice. You see that they're going to get in, but what you're going to want to know is what their seating is going to be because I think that's going to be the argument for that type of team. So what you're, what, what we're going to see – so that's what we're going to see. We're going to see who's in. We're just not going to see their seating. The seating or where they play or so who they play. Well, so what? So why 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 no, not give us the? There's still drama. I, I, I'm with you. Right, right, there is. I'm with Colin though. It, there was nothing wrong with the, the selection show the way it yeah, was. I mean, there there was nothing broken about the selection show. So why try and, and fix it? And you so. want to know something else I liked about it? It was like you go to the East and you you reveal all the teams up there, and you know that those first four out. Okay, you're like I didn't see any in the East. Are they going to be in? Are they going to be in the Southeast? Oh wait, they're not there. I'm going to hold out hope for the West, like that kind of thing. It's completely gone within the first ten minutes. There was, yes, nothing, there was nothing wrong with the selection show. They didn't yeah. need to tweak it very much. I agree, no. but again, I don't care. <laughs> and, and they're they're going to do this. They want a live studio audience for the selection show, which sounds like a good idea. But how many different loyalties are going to be in the studio audience? It'll be like the draft. I mean, what, the NFL. Draft. All I care about is as long as they don't put the damn show on at 10 p.m. or something like that, because <laughs> it's, it's on it's, cable. It's on cable now. It's on TV. Okay, that's good. Yeah. As long as they keep it at the hour that it has always been at, where it's easy for us to get this information <laughs> in the newspaper. Right, this yeah. thing called a newspaper. 
that some people actually still read. There's a few people, I think. Only a few. But I, I swear, eventually, I swear they will probably do that. They'll they'll start it at 9 p.m. or something like that, and it's gonna hey West Coast prime make time. Me so angry. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, I'm not happy about that, but I'm very very excited. And in fact, I'm a little disappointed that over the months. We haven't talked as much about college basketball on this show because uh, it's been an interesting season. It, there's there's so many top twenty teams with so many losses. I think this March uh, next week. Yeah, I mean, who, who who who's your favorite but, going in? I don't know. Virginia, <laughs> Purdue. <laughs> I like. I mean, I still like Villanova. Well, Michigan just won the Big Ten and tournament. Right? Michigan looks good. I just heard Seth Davis. I think talking. I think it was Seth Davis. Michigan. I think it's John Beeline who's coaching at Michigan. He has such a, a, a intricate offense uh, a complicated offense that it usually takes his teams about half a season to get it and understand it but once they do they're really hard to defend they're really hard to match up against and now it's obviously clicking they beat purdue and michigan state in the vaunted big 10 city that is new york <laughs> I, I wanted to I, that's where i wanted to go i wanted to talk because the big 10 tournament was a week earlier than yeah. usual it's normally the last tournament before right before the selection show mm-hmm. but now it was a week earlier and uh because they want to expand their footprint quote unquote to in, in, in new york in new york city because so. Rutgers is there but, Rutgers isn't even remotely any good but i was talking i was Wait, talking Rutgers to you is in the big 10 yeah, yeah. exactly I was, kidding, I, I, I was talking to you colin yesterday and you were steamed that the big 10 tournament moved uh, it to, shouldn't to, have to been msg in, yeah it shouldn't have been in dc last year it shouldn't have been hey, here Maryland last year. Man. Yeah, that, that awesome yeah. Maryland team. And it should not be in New York this year. I, where are they next year? Do we know? Probably back in North Carolina, mm-hmm. Tobacco mm-hmm. Road. So back um, at the Big Ten. No, no, no. no. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking of the ACC. ACC. Uh, uh, <laughs> You're still yeah. thinking Maryland. Yeah, uh, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, Maryland, Maryland <laughs> is what made me think of that. Uh, probably back in Chicago, Indy, yeah. one one of those Midwestern towns. It needs to be Detroit, Indianapolis, or Chicago. That's where the Big Ten tournament should always be. So yeah, I'm I'm not happy about that. It's championship week, right? Yep. Isn't that it one is. of those yeah. created? Oh, <laughs> didn't you see? You guys saw a Charleston one, and Bill Murray was going crazy. All the headlines: Charleston wins uh, their their conference, whatever whoever the conference, whatever the conference is. This is a great story. But the headlines are all about Bill Murray <laughs> celebrating the same. Who the hell cares? Again, <laughs> who cares? So, <laughs> what does Josh care about this week? Seriously, I'm, I've had enough of Bill Murray celebrating at sporting events. It's, I, yeah, that's true. And I'm good yeah, for him. That's all. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> what else? Hey, what, man, the Cubs are World Series contenders. How about the NBA? Yeah, how about the NBA? How about the NBA? The Toronto Raptors look like the best team in the East right now. Well, the Rockets have won 16 in a row. The Rockets have won 16 in a row. Uh, what do we think? Are, are the Rockets a threat to Golden State? Yes, I think they're a threat. I Josh? think so. I agree with that. I don't think they w- – well, I think last year they probably wore down mm-hmm. a little bit more than the, what, just the makeup of that team. I, I think this year they're going to have their legs under them a little better mm-hmm. for, a, for a run at it. And Chris Paul's there. Now. And Chris Paul is – Chris know, Paul is – He, the, he it, lightens the load Johnson for Harden a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Chris, Chris Paul is, is a competitor, and I think he's the key piece because last year Harden kind of mailed in the end of that yeah. San Antonio series. I mean, they lost <laughs> – they were eliminated with a 30-point loss at home yeah. to a Spurs team that was good but 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 not great. So 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 you, it was fair to question James Harden, his his buy-in and yeah. uh, his effort last year. Yeah. But, but having Chris Paul there might keep him a little more engaged. Uh, I hope uh, so. Uh, uh, and and, and – that's what they need. That's what they need to, to, to beat the Warriors. They're, I mean, because yeah. well, 
they're not going to win every game of that series. And when things no. go bad, like how disengaged do they get is, is the question. Right so. now they're first in the West, and they I think they need to finish first. I think if they have home court, that will really mean something to them, and that will give them a much better chance. I, I really yeah. think that that will mean something in that series. It doesn't always mean something, but I think it would in that series. The, the Cavs have not looked great. In fact, they lost to the Sixers at home uh, yeah, in, 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 in the last week. So, yeah. so I mean, you haven't been on the Cavs all season, uh, no. Colin. You, you thought it was going to be Boston, but but now are we opening up the East to maybe someone winning beyond Somebody Boston else. and Cleveland? Yeah. I, well, I just mentioned Toronto because they're first in the East right now, and they're playing really great. I don't believe in Toronto. I don't know if you guys – I mean, there's just something about – and it's in the same way I don't really believe in Houston either, and maybe it's just because we've seen Golden State and Cleveland the last three years, but I obviously don't believe in Cleveland. It's just I, I don't see Toronto, even though they are playing excellent. I think Brad Stevens – is one of the best coaches in the NBA, and I think Kyrie Irving is playing angry, and I think that they're you know they're going to get it together. It's looking more and more though like LeBron's not even going to be a factor in the play. Wow, that was that's going to be a strange. <laughs> I, I still case think for the NBA, I still think they could flip that switch, and, and I don't. Know. It, it'll we'll be tougher. Saying, it'll be tougher without Kyrie Irving. I mean, they're they're going to need Kevin Love to come yeah, back and, gonna, and and play really well. How about Larry Nance just just getting up did you see that dunk um on saturday oh my goodness he just oh yeah somebody. i mean he murdered somebody yeah i mean arrest his, him his, his dad uh, did a lot of that yeah. uh too so yeah i don't know about cleveland though don't i, I don't think i i i don't i don't count i don't count them out to flip the switch so sorry josh i don't oh, no, know what fine. you were gonna say i was just gonna say I, it, it's funny how often i get to catch a little bit of um the warriors games because mm-hmm. they're always on tv and you just you forget that they have clay thompson like they have so many good players on that team that it's like, oh, yeah, there's number 11 running around out there. Like He hardly ever is like the centerpiece of, of a game. Like He's never the leading scorer. And he's always, guard- he's always guarding the other team's yeah. best player, too. Meanwhile, he's one of the best like three shooters on earth, probably. Yeah, I know. And could, you know, if, he, if he played on a different team, would be scoring like 28 a game or something like that. Not or a maybe. Bad, not a bad fourth option. Yeah, it's crazy. So. That's, yeah. Just, we think it's, that, that's what I mean by it. It's just crazy to think that they're that stacked. Within five years, do we think that core four will take pay cuts and do everything they can to stay together in Golden State? I, I don't think so. I think Clay Thompson's going to. I his, think Clay's getting restless, Take his opportunity yeah. elsewhere. So. I don't know. Yeah. Everything I've heard about him as a person, and uh, I don't know. I think I wouldn't be surprised if he stuck it out and just stayed at, stayed with that group and saw how many they could win. Big win. It's not like he's a. It's not like he's one of these guys who goes. You know, it's not like he he came from money. Like his dad played yeah, in the NBA. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, that's I, meant, true. I was cutting you off there. No, I was just going to say big win last night in overtime against the Miami Heat for the Washington Wizards. Uh, right. Yeah, I was going to ask about the Wizards. So when uh, does John Wall come back? Because right. he should. He's, he's working out apparently. Oh, now. is he? He's, yeah. Is is that well? Uh, we had a column that ran in our paper today. What has John Wall learned uh, by uh, by watching this Wizards team uh, play? He's learned so. that the Big Ten tournament shouldn't be in New York City. <laughs> That's about all he's learned. He doesn't yeah. care. He's gonna come back and and, and the Kentucky's the number four seed in the SEC That's tournament uh, yeah. too. So. All right, boys. What are we looking forward to, uh, Josh? Uh, Man, you always come to me. I, uh, we can go to Colin we'll go first. To, I'm always ready for this segment. I'm so glad we have music for it. Um, and we didn't even open up Medusa's box this I week. I thought we did. Did I we? Thought we did with something with some with a movie question, wasn't it? Was it? Probably like Will LeBron win an Oscar? Yeah, one I think day. that, that could have been, that could have been it. Retroactively, we'll make yeah, that the that Medusa's box. There, question. There, there, there was Dude. no sound. Yeah, thank you for the sound effect. Um, the A10 tournament. Uh, St. Bonaventure plays Friday at 6 o'clock. I'm thinking about making that trip. Um, And then if they win, they'll play Saturday, which uh, 
I'll be very interested in. I really want to see how they do. Happy that's in D.C., although I don't think the A-10 tournament should be in Washington, D.C. So that's what I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to uh, the selection show. I've always loved the NCAA tournament. Oh, yeah. and, uh, how about and brackets I, I, next and, week? And, and, and I, yeah, I don't like that they're – switching all this format with the with the show and stuff like that but but i'm a march madness guy so i so i look forward to uh to the uh the start of the tournament season dicky v baby Josh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that that fell flat um was it my fault that it fell flat a couple or? of things i guess uh i'm looking forward to on a local front uh the local teams that are playing in the state tournament this week Starting tomorrow, we have the Frederick girls, we have Oakdale's boys, and we have Thomas Johnson's boys. So uh, I'm looking forward to see how how they do. I'm hoping we get some winners, some state champions. That'll be that'll be a really fun uh, thing for us to do, and and fun thing for the community to to see. Um, and I'm also looking forward to filling out a bracket, figuring out a way that I can yes. fill out a bracket. Was it last year or two years ago you flipped the coin? I flipped the yeah. coin. I'm thinking Taped this year it. I'm going to have my dog pick my bracket. Yeah. I'm going to hold up two <laughs> two name, two pieces of paper with names on it. Whichever one he looks at first is the one that I'm going to pick. That's going to take so long. I don't care. I'll do it <laughs> because that's how that's how stupid I think brackets have LJ are. LJ do it. You, you could make these squares out in your yard. And, and, I could. Uh, <laughs> and, and, and let your dog uh, do his business. and uh, See where and, he goes and, most and, often or right, something. Yeah, exactly. No, I, I'll so. figure out some kind of okay. – some. Some kind of funny. Have way your to make have my your picks. Uh, have your wife. I've uh, done that before. Yeah, uh, you've, done you've that. had her. I, last year, I think I had her and my son pick like the last yeah. five or six games or something. I just couldn't. What you could out. do is you could. Well, you don't have. Never mind. It doesn't. I was gonna say something with your Xbox, but yeah. never mind. Never mind. Which, by the way, we're still waiting on the Madden tournament. <laughs> this the second most thing I'm looking forward to next week is interviewing Mitch Album. You, so, oh, did you finally land an yeah, interview? Yeah, he or? tweeted back at me. No, he did not. Yeah, and he said, um, I'm going to. I'm so to, sorry. I'm so no. sorry. Um, I'll give you as much time as you need. Uh, I just need to tape five episodes of The Sports Reporters. <laughs> and, <laughs> and finish writing a book. Yeah, and finish writing Wednesdays with, with Maury. No, it's Tuesdays with Maury. I was trying to make a joke. It didn't yeah. work. So, Mitch Album, if you're listening, call me. All right. I think we will. <laughs> we will leave it right there. Thank you, everyone, for listening to... You uh, came from newspapers. Why won't you talk to us? Hey. Okay. Are you done? <laughs> That's it. Okay. Thank you, everyone, for listening to Just Another Sports Podcast. We will see you next week. Bye.